Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Follow us on Instagram at the Kid in the Pick and on RogueMediaNetwork.com. Till next time. This has been a Rogue Media podcast. Hello, welcome back to the Kid Stays in the Podcast. I am your host, Trey Cooper, and this is... Solemn Multiverse Cooper. Again, yes, because this is part two of our dive into the multiverse. Part one, we covered Doctor Strange in the multiverse of Ma- into the Multiverse of Madness, and now we're going to talk about everything, everywhere, all at once, which I know we've been promising for a long time. A long time? Um, it's been weeks now, actually. Weeks and weeks. Well, I guess, it's, yeah. But um, I mean, we promised it once a long time ago. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, I don't see how that's different than what I said. Anyway, so this episode, we're just going to, we're going to briefly kind of go through this movie. And I do want to kind of talk about, like I said, some of the things that this movie did that can compare them to how they did handle the multiverse in. Madness. Um, yeah. In the Dr. Strange movie. So as we told you at the end of last week's episode, this is going to start off immediately with Solomon giving us a plot synopsis for everything, everywhere, all at once. It's really annoying how long both of those names are. I Doctor know. Strange, Multiverse of Madness, and Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Hey, they got a lot of multiverses to cover. Yeah, that's fair. So, this plot synopsis, mm-hmm. this is not going to be good, guys. You see, I already gave you the good one in the last episode. So, if y'all haven't seen that one, y'all should or listen to that one. Y'all should go listen to that one. It'd be really weird if they hadn't listened to it and they skipped straight to part two. Who knows? Dad, maybe this is like the coolest episode. All right, let's go. Um, so dead air, dead air. It's not dead air. Can't have dead air. <laughs> it's not dead air. How, how can it not be dead air when no one's talking? There's a live air. We're both talking. Um, so like, I have no idea where to even start here. There's it's just a synopsis, two sentences to describe the whole movie. An ordinary lady mm-hmm. has to learn. To, it sounds like something from the trailer. An ordinary lady <laughs> has to learn to multiverse hop to save all of the multiverses. I will uh, not say that that was the worst that it could have been, but it's a lot. I think that there's a simpler way actually to say it, and that is more of the premise, which is kind of what you're doing. But you had you use convoluted language that doesn't uh, not convoluted. You used 
fictional terms in your plot synopsis that are only in this movie. So I don't think that that can count for helping somebody understand it. Oh my goodness. A ordinary <laughs> lady has to use the multiverses to save the multiverses. I use the stones to destroy the stone. Does it mean? I will say that how I would describe it is an ordinary woman who is kind of tired of her life and um, suddenly is approached by a man who looks exactly like her husband but who claims to be another version of her husband from a different dimension and that he's going to, and ask her to like follow these instructions and then crazy things ensue. Why are you looking away? Why? How is that a simpler? That's if I was going to tell somebody what happens, if I was going to take my grandmother to see this movie, I wouldn't say, and it's a lady has to master universe <laughs> hopping. And he say, well, why are you saying it like an old lady? <laughs> Because whenever I talk to my grandmother, I always talk like an old man. <laughs> you personality match right there? Yes. Um, but yeah, so that's okay. I think that's a good setup for this movie. And then, yes, the movie is bananas. The movie is bananas. Um, Banana it, pancakes, as my father would say. It is. It really is. Feel like you're watching everything, everywhere, all at once. And like, literally, not just the movie title. It, it definitely feels like you're watching that movie. <laughs> yes. Um, but it so deftly handles huge shifts in tone, genre. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I honestly, it's a staggering achievement of editing and screenwriting. Like it's, the, the time that that must have taken. They must have had like a team of editors. Yes. Like 30 guys. Maybe. Who and, knows? And girls. They maybe they did maybe it was one person you don't know. I know, but like one person doing all of that. Well, this movie was directed by uh, a directing duo that go by the Dans or the Daniels, and um, the only other movie that I've seen that they did was Swiss Army Man, which is a very weird movie itself and has a very bizarre sense of humor, but it's quite good. I have not seen that. I wouldn't know. Um, it's a movie where Daniel, Daniel, uh, is it Radcliffe, is that Harry Potter's name? Yes. Um, he's a corpse that washes up on the, this island where this guy is, and he basically uses this corpse like a Swiss Army knife. It's like a somehow living corpse. Like when he's when he needs to get across another island, he uses his farting powers to like ride him like a jet ski across the ocean, stuff like that. I want to watch that. Sounds fun. It's very weird. Um, and this not that this movie is not oh, this movie. Is- basically did that a million times yes yep um and then so i think there's actually a pretty simple plot here that's in the middle of this and that is that this well i say i say simple it's actually insane um but uh michelle yo plays the kind of put upon uh she's not really a housewife because they work they work as a family to keep this their was it a laundromat open Mm mm-hmm and she's obviously having a lot of issues connecting with her daughter who um, is a lesbian and she's dating somebody. So she feels like she's being progressive, but it's very clear that her and her daughter's relationship is deteriorating. Yes. And um, apparently in one of the other universes, her daughter has become this all powerful evil force who is trying to actively destroy every known universe and put them all 
and an everything bagel. Yes, that's let's leave that detail. Let's have to put a pin in that detail because that's the kind of stuff that you have to watch the movie to understand it. But yes, she is trying to put every single universe into an everything bagel. An everything bagel. Yes. Um. But yeah, that's like that's kind of as, as hard as you can go into the plot, I think. Because other other than that, it's just a bunch of scenes where they do. Actually, I'm going to be talking too much here. Why don't you explain or try to explain this uh, this idea that they introduce of how you can basically hop, your mentally can hop into the brain of another version of you that has a skill that you need, and then bring it back to the situation that you're in. I can do this so well, actually. Okay. So you, you want me to explain it? All right. So basically. There are a bunch of, you know, multiverses, and there are basically, like, key events. There's an infinite amount of multiverses, right? Yes. Right, you, said, you said a bunch, and a bunch I, is, like, how many <laughs> apples I get when I go to the grocery store. Um, you don't get any apples at the grocery store. That's true, store. I don't. <laughs> I would know. Um, but there's infinite amount of multiverses, and there's key events that you can use to... How they described it was slingshot your way to those multiverses. So, like one, like if you got paper cuts in all five of your fingers, or in between, like the webs of all your fingers, that would be a key event that could slingshot you to like a a paper worker who can make paper ninja stars or something like that. Let's 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 just simplify that. It's one more second. One more notch. Not that you weren't doing a good job, but like, so when he says the slingshot thing, it means you have to get, you have to go through other multiverses to get there. So you need to do something that, to it's your, like something drastic, right? So you need to do something to your self, to your situation that you're in now that will kind of match up. So like Solomon said, paper cuts. So this guy, maybe he had scars between all of his fingers that weren't because of paper. But if you give yourself a quick paper cut, then that will connect you close enough where you can link those two people. Mm-hmm. That probably didn't actually make it simpler, but anyway, sorry, go ahead. But yeah, basically you do such a drastic like turn of events in your life that it like sends you to a dimension and like pull it so fast or something like that. Maybe that it like, I, I, now I'm just, am like guessing that it like pulls you back and shoots you to a different dimension. That'll be more helpful. Right? Uh, no, I think it's like I said, I think it's like, or, or kind of like what you were saying where it's like, cause and also to be clear, this, there's a device that you're wearing that does this. This is not like you can just do it without it. You have like these little things in your ear yeah, yeah, that yeah, connect yeah. your brains to other multiverses. Also, you don't just know how to do that. There's like someone reading off of like a, a laptop to tell you how to do that. Yeah. So, but, and I'm going to simplify it even, I think the movie, this is, um, what are you laughing? Cause I keep saying simplify. I'm going to simplify it two more notches. Yeah. Cause I, 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 and I don't know if this is exactly how it works, but it's kind of how it works. So let's say that it, you were. Uh, surrounded by big tree monsters, you know what I mean? So you needed to find a version of you that was like a superhero lumberjack, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The Your person might say, quick, you know, you got to grab some tree branches and eat them, or you know what I mean? Something that would connect you to the lumberjacky person. That's what it. That's what's happening. It is? Yes. Well, why did they talk about slingshotting then? You're just taking that way too literally slingshotting means like how they're moving around the other universes. What gets you over there? Like when people say they did a slingshot around the sun, does that mean something pulled them back? 
No. Okay. Well, it's not an actual literal slingshot. You Goomba. I shrugged, by the way. <laughs> Goomba? Yeah, so, um, so yeah, it was more like that. Yeah, that's, that's something that they had to do. Okay. So what this means is that there's a, just a huge amount of scenes of people just doing incredibly bizarre things. Bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, incredibly, yes. incredibly bizarre things in order to get powers to do something even crazier inside of the scene. Yeah. And we do get, I think, three or four, uh, five maybe, maybe six or seven, I don't remember how many, of these alternate universes where we actually do get to see some pretty good inner life for what the alternate version of Michelle Yeoh is. The one, there's one where she's a... Uh, incredibly popular actress because she's the world's best martial arts star. Mm-hmm. Um, there is, well, the one where she turned her daughter evil, but we don't really get to see that one. I don't feel like. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause she's dead in that one, I believe. Now, why don't you tell us some of the other universes that we get to see? Oh, of course I would love to. Um, there's one where she's a hibachi chef. Yes. That's all to that one. Uh, <laughs> do we actually want to talk about that one? We can talk. We can go into it in a little bit, but okay. So yeah, there's one where she's a hibachi chef, and then there's one where she has hot dog fingers. Yes, and there is they, one where everybody has hot dog fingers. Yeah, every single person in that universe multiverse has um, fingers that are hot dogs. Yep. So they have to do everything with their feet. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So they're very good at, at feeding. Um, what other ones are there? There's one where she's a rock. That's true. There's one where she's a rock. There's one where she's a pinata. There's one where she's a drawing. I thought you were talking about the ones where she, you get some you get to see some good inner life. Yeah, but I can't I can't remember all of them. Yeah, I think there's only like three. That's why I asked you to do three it. Three or four. But yeah, there is a bunch of them. Like 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 in Doctor Strange, with all the with all but except for we actually get to see them for longer instead of one second. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing. That's the big, biggest issue is that Doctor Strange does show you that they know what it would be like to actually go off the wall and show you these different multiverses, but they show you them in one-second clips. This movie, and by the way, this movie stars... Um, Michelle Yeoh. Uh, Michelle Yeoh and um, the kid from Indiana Jones Who in you're the Temple not of Doom. Good. Why don't you pronounce his name for I, us, Father? I actually have his name pulled up, and I just don't want to butcher it, and it's going to be embarrassing. Let's do it, Dad. I want to. I want to see. I want to see you pronounce it. But I told you. I just said I don't think I can. You can do it. Oh, you know what? I actually left the page because I had to. Uh, go no, don't worry. I have it. Evil book here. So, so you can just pronounce it. There. No, it's right there. It's a K Hui Kwan. Good job. I think that's how you pronounce it. Either way, I'm going to call him Short Round, um, even though he's like 40 years old. So this is his first return to acting. First return. This is his first role and his return from acting. He quit right. Um, after the Goonies, I want to say maybe he did a couple more roles after that, but he quit pretty young. Um, he, but he stayed in the industry as a stunt coordinator. Um, and let me tell you paid off cause he is fantastic in he this is movie. So good. Shockingly and good. He used to do a bunch of really fun and funny sometimes combat sequences. And he's so good at it mm-hmm. because that's what he's been doing. Yep. Um, Michelle Yeoh is fantastic, but also the reason I kind of shifted to talk about the cast real quick is because um, another person that I didn't even really know, really know was in this movie is a shocker. 
was uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis from Halloween, guys. Yes, and she is great. She she primarily plays the role of a hugely biatchy IRS agent. Yep. And um, in the universe, for instance, where they have hot dog fingers, Michelle Yeoh, who's like her arch enemy in real life, well, in her real life, yeah. in this universe, they're like lovers. And there's all these ridiculous scenes of Jamie Lee Curtis playing the piano with her feet while caressing Michelle Yeoh with her hot dog fingers. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's horrible. Um, like like it makes you feel so uncomfortable. That hot dog finger universe made me feel so sick, though. Yeah, it was really gross because like they also would squirt ketchup and mustard out of their fingertips, their hot dog fingertips. So they would just be like rubbing their hot dog fingers all over each other's face, and mustard and ketchup would be everywhere. <laughs> so bad, so bad. Um, um, you could say what you were gonna say. I was just gonna say that. Um, uh, so. The the movie is just so hard to describe. I just highly, highly recommend it. If you like things that are um, even off the wall or whatever, even a little bit, I definitely would say go see this movie. For sure. Um, but I also really, I thought the movie was just so amazing at how well it tied these crazy jokes about people being a pinata or people being a rock with this incredibly powerful um, it, it, simple, Sim, yeah, simple uh, message. Yeah, story about uh about story. yeah familial love. Yeah, because there's this issues. That it's not just her relationship with her daughter. She also has a hugely complicated relationship with her dad and her husband and her husband, which they are able to explain while having crazy martial arts scenes where people are fighting each other with you know fanny packs. And that's not even the weirdest thing. Oh, it gets so much weirder, but you know, gotta yeah, gotta gotta keep something some things back. Yeah, um, and like the hot dog finger fighting with their feet. Yeah, like it's crazy, and they, like you said, they do an, an incredible job telling this. It's it's such a simple story, for how, how crazy and bizarre this. <laughs> movie is and it's long it's like a three act movie it's not it's not like like three hours though it's not no it felt like three hours in a good way um yeah i i definitely it felt like you it felt like you went on a journey it felt like you lived through everything everywhere all at once and it, it was just so good and so powerful and that was that was what I was not expecting. Sorry, I'm just look, trying to look at the runtime. Not that that matters to anybody. They probably would rather not know the runtime than have me having to look it up. No, I'm sure they want to know really bad. Two hours and 19 minutes. Wow. It's 140 minutes though. Yeah, um, but it's just it doesn't. It's not a positive thing when, when, when someone says so. And just so you know, this is a long ass movie. This Dude. is very long. I just want you to be ready. Not that long. It felt long in a really great way you keep saying it felt long there's no way you can't tag in a really great way on that and make people think (laughs) yes i can because it was like it was like i felt you know you know where it's like time flies when you're having fun it was like time didn't fly and i was having fun that see again the nonsense (laughs) that you're spewing out of your mouth how i would say that it, it felt like you went on a genuinely epic journey so in that way i will say that what Solomon says it makes like sense. It was like he walked to Mordor. 
again, something that's not very pleasant to do. Um, but no, it's it's like consistently entertaining. But yeah, it's like if you can you can imagine the way that a normal indie art house movie about this would have been. It would have just been really naturalistic shots of these three people trying desperately to keep their heads above water while the IRS is coming and knocking and they're trying, they're about to have their, their uh, laundromat foreclosed and it would just been a drama. And then the woman, the, the wife is taking her husband for granted. So he's going to get a divorce and she has conflict with her dad. You know what I mean? Like this, it's all the stuff is there for a very stereotypical Sundance film festival kind of movie by some first time kid out of film school. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And instead they make this gonzo time traveling universe traveling movie that works. Yeah. uh, But it's still about all those things. Yeah. It's still about the relationships between mothers and daughters and wives and husbands. And it, it, even even a huge part of like with the, immigrant experiences like you know what i mean for for uh asian american immigrants but told through paint <laughs> and hot dog fingers paint no oh, sorry not paint <laughs> drawings oh yeah at one universe they are drawings and one universe they really are pinatas that was not a joke and rocks and told rocks. through rocks yeah there's that rock multiverse is very important yeah it is it's just it i i've never seen Something so immaculate in my life. It felt truly like a genius work of art. It and it, the story felt even more powerful because everything was like so so stimulating. I don't know. Everything was just happening everywhere all at <laughs> once. And and it actually gets a little bit even deeper than just the family thing. And it kind of, this is going to sound really frou-frou-y or whatever and corny. And it is, I guess. But I they just made it seem so powerful and true that I loved it. Um, but that is the way that she ends up keeping her, because she's about to kind of go down the dark side with her daughter and, you know, just give up on life and whatever. Yeah. And basically, it's like, I hate even saying this because it sounds so cheesy. But basically, it's like she chooses love. And then she defeats all of her enemies by like loving them. <laughs> <laughs> like she literally, that's how she like harnesses the power of love in that final fight scene. So instead of like beating people up, it's like she finds whatever it is that they needed. You know what I mean? And she fights them by like providing that for them. Yeah. So yeah, if someone's like coming at her and then she can flash around and see that that person you know what I mean? Just has been really lonely. Then she'll like do all these Kung Fu moves and flip through the air and then just give them a hug. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it gets a lot more crazy than that, but that it really is kind of what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. And then, yeah, then basically having the family all come together from across all these different universes to like save the, their daughter, not just like let her die or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was crying at the end of the movie. It's like I was so shocked how much I was crying. It, it's just it takes you through such a journey that like you go you go through every single emotion 
all at once. They that name is the most accurate name I've ever heard for or the accurate title for a movie. Oh Be- yeah, because yeah, you f- you feel you feel happy, you feel shocked, you're you're laughing the whole time, and then you and you it you start like you genuinely would just start crying because then it like like punches you in the groin. <laughs> <laughs> with the, but in a good way, <laughs> with like with some feels, it, it, it like, and it works. Like you, you feel all of that, and then that sadness, like, so well done. Yep, I agree. Um, and I, I do want to. So I know we said we were going to talk about some Doctor Strange things to compare the the two, and there's not really a direct analog, but I just want to talk about just quickly the things that I felt like this movie did so well on a tiny budget that Dr. Strange could have done with a script that wasn't trying to play it so safe. Mm-hmm. And that is a, we got to see a bunch of really weird universes and we got to spend enough time there to see what it would kind of be like to live there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they were even showing soap operas from what, like, so what TV shows would look like inside the hot dog fingers universe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then you had like a different genre and style, like the film noir kind of thing from the universe where she's a famous actress. You know what I mean? Also, can we, I just now thought of something. How did the, I don't feel like the hot dog finger multiverse could have possibly gotten there. You know? Like, like in real life? Yeah. No, it was just a silly joke. Like how would they have evolved to but, but be the there? The whole idea is that if you have infinite possibilities, then anything is possible. Infinity does the work for you. That's true. All right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. It's like the whole monkeys typewriters thing. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. Um, but yeah, so that, we got a tiny four-second glimpse of in Doctor Strange, but after that, they just played it really, really safe with the universes that we were going to actually spend any time in. Yeah. As far as what they look like. I would have liked to see a lot more madness in a movie that's called Madness. More accuracy in that title, like yeah. uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yeah. And then this movie has four or five main characters, including the villain and including a cosmic villain on top of this, the IRS person villain. And every single one of them gets an actual character arc and character development, sometimes across multiple different universes, sometimes like five different versions of them. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And it's so... And this in a movie that's just this crazy that they were able to do that. And Doctor Strange was really only yeah. able to give one person one and a half, one or two. I mean, Scarlet Witch has an arc. Um, yeah. Um, but but yeah, like yeah, it, it's just shocking but, to me how little characterization you can see, you, especially with such things. little stuff happening, because everything everywhere you have drawing rock people and stuff in hot dog fingers. And in Dr. Strange, you have like three main or two main universes and then or multiverses and barely any America Chavez gets nothing. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. So don't tell me it can't be done because these people made a weird, crazy, actual crazy multiverse movie that gave all these different people arcs that told a story that still had a simple message that still had a, you know, beating heart and they did it on a way smaller budget. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I get that sometimes that's a benefit because you don't have a bunch of studio execs telling you this is too confusing. This is too weird. You know what I mean? 
Um, so I just thought that it was, I just thought that was interesting that how much they were able to accomplish by being weird and that being weird and crazy. And I keep saying weird and it's such a generic word that doesn't really capture what this movie bizarre. is. Bizarre. Yeah. It's bizarre. It's just like gonzo freak fest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that doesn't mean though that you can't still have real living characters and still have a, you know, sad, tearful, whatever powerful movie. Yeah. Yeah. So whew, I'm wiped out from talking about all this multiverse. Stuff. I was wiped out after watching um, everything everywhere. Well, I will say that I give this movie a uh, nine and a half. Why don't you just give it a 10? I'm going to nine and a half. Let me give it a 10. Uh, okay. It's a 10 out of 10. Hot dog finger rocks. I'll give it nine out of five uh, transformer wheelchairs, and you'll have to see the movie to find out what I'm talking about. And you'll also have to see the movie about the hibachi chef. Yes. And raccoon Tui. Dad. What? Ra- raccoon Tui. Anyway, until next time. Bye. See ya. Follow us on Instagram at the Kid in the Pick and on RogueMediaNetwork.com. Till next time. This has been a Rogue Media podcast.